I think it definitely kept me going towards that. And, you know, same with the fitness side. I just, I need to be active, love to get the heart rate up, love to get the sweat going. And it's definitely furthered me, you know, out of my, my sporting careers and, you know, kept me moving forward in the weight room and with other aspects. Welcome to Training Room Talk, powered by Precision Performance Physical Therapy. Here we will discuss all things related to physical preparation, including rehab, performance, and education. Hey guys, welcome back to Training Room Talk, powered by Precision Performance Physical Therapy. This is Dr. Max LePage, and I am here with Troy Cuck. What's going on, guys? And we are just going to do a little bit of an interview here with Troy. Um, he's the other physical, one of the other physical therapists at Precision Performance, and we're recognizing that we kind of want to get people to uh, know us a little bit better as people. So what I'm going to be doing is going through and talking with each of the PTs, the strength coach, some of the staff who helps rehab and helps support the process here of getting people out of pain. Um, and we're going to do those interviews so we can get to know them a little bit better. Uh, and so you can feel like you've met all them before if ever you're reaching out and need to come in. So like I said, today we're talking with Troy. Um, and you, Troy, if you just want to say like a little bit about yourself, your background, how you got into strength conditioning and physical therapy um, and all that. Sure. So I kind of have the classic story that a lot of physical therapists and student physical therapists have, you know, three sport athlete, my entire life, had a bunch of injuries throughout the years and always myself wound up in physical therapy clinics for various injuries, shoulder, hand, elbow, concussions, basically everything. And, you know, it kind of got down to the crunch time at the end of high school. And it's like, all right, time to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life. And you know, I wasn't sure. And it always came back to, hey, every time I was in physical therapy as a patient, I thought it was pretty cool what they were doing. I, it seemed like it was a fun job. You're interacting with people all day long. You're still doing manual labor. You're working with people. And it just seemed like a fun, you know, easygoing job to do. And it was also in the sciences, which I was interested in. So I thought, you know, I'll look a little bit more into this. It seems pretty cool. So then I started going and shadowing more. So I wasn't quite the patient, but I was more on the therapist side of the profession. And I started realizing like, wow, this is, you know, the perfect fit for me. I started realizing all the different avenues physical therapy had to offer. Um, I started realizing like, you know, the variety of patient types, patient populations, injuries, body parts, and yeah, all that. And then I started really getting a big interest in anatomy and just wanted to learn, you know, every muscle, every bone, every joint, every ligament, everything of the body and wanted to, you know, narrow that down and kind of nail that. And so that kind of all drew me in towards the profession. Cool. Um, whenever you were a patient, did you have good experiences with physical therapy that made you want to get into the profession or were your experiences like lackluster did you feel like they left you wanting more so fortunately for me they were all good or else maybe it would have been a different path but yeah luckily for me i always had great therapists had great um, responses to them you know healed up quickly got back on the field or the court um you know in a good amount of time so everything was successful which also helped draw me towards the profession right um and was there a time that i think that oftentimes people will 
be at sort of a crossroads, especially when you're into the exercise science strength conditioning world where it's like, okay, do I want to be a strength coach and maybe work at a university or um, be a personal trainer or working with athletes in that capacity? Or do I want to be a physical therapist or something more on the medical side? Did you ever come to that crossroads? And if so, how did you, what factors influenced your decision to choose one path versus the other? Um, I would say for me, uh, it was definitely physical therapy first. I kind of went physical therapy first. I always kind of wanted to be in the medical profession. I don't know if it was the competitiveness with my sister who's a pharmacist okay. or what it was, but I always kind of wanted to be in the medical field. And um, yeah, I, I started physical therapy first. And then once I kind of got brought into that profession, then I started realizing the you know, strength and conditioning and the sports medicine aspect of the of the profession, which kind of drew me towards that aspect of it. Interesting. So you kind of almost went on the inverse or the, the flip-flop of what a lot of other people will do when getting into strength conditioning first. Yeah. Um, obviously, you were an athlete, so you already had kind of some of that exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, what, was, what was the sport that you were like most specialized in or have the most experience with? Um, definitely football growing up. I okay. played... Uh, football baseball and wrestling throughout high school i've okay. also played every sport under the sun before that but football was definitely my forte do you feel like as a physical therapist you've stayed true to that niche in terms of your ability to manage those athletes or do you feel like now you've kind of specialized in other sports from a physical therapy standpoint rehabbing athletes so i'd say i definitely strayed from that um here at precision performance we do have a decent amount of football players but i wouldn't say it's our our main or our our most popular um so what i found is i've been learning a lot about other sports that i didn't know much about at all and i think that's very cool i love the variety i love learning about all the different sports and you know all the technique and performance aspects of it and all the requirements of each individual sport totally Um, whenever you are going through injuries and in physical therapy or in rehab for those, uh, what was your worst injury? And tell me a little bit about your process of getting over that injury and and what that looked like. Um, it's tough to say my worst, um, I'd say the worst was my concussion, but I would say the the kind of like longer chronic one was shoulder instability and like chronic mm-hmm. dislocations. Okay. Um, and did you, did that dislocate in a football game or in a sporting event? Mm-hmm. The first one was during basketball, um, just landed bad, shoulder popped out, sling for a while. And then um, after that, it was just kind of basically every sport, yeah. you know, baseball, football, wrestling. Okay. All um, did you have PT for the concussion whenever that happened? I did, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't stick with that one. <laughs> yeah. That one, um, fortunately for me, kind of cleared up on its own after yeah, okay, a few yeah. weeks. Nice. Um, and then talk a little bit about, so obviously you kind of knew maybe, was it in high school, towards the end of high school that you knew that you wanted to go to PT school or more in college? It was end of high school. So end I went school. into college as like a pre-PT major. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. And you went to college at Widener? For graduate school and undergrad, I was at Bloomsburg University. Okay. And was there, 
Was that a transition program from like a three plus three where you'll be already guaranteed a spot in grad school or did you have to apply to Widener to get into PT school? Um, it was not a three plus three, it was a four and three. So I had to go through the whole, whole uh, PT cast application okay. process and <laughs> nice. then made it into Widener. Nice. And then going into Widener, obviously at that point you already have considerable experience as yourself as an athlete and just as your interest kind of in the sports world. Um, what was your experience with PT school? How did that go? Was it the same or different than what you thought? And just walk me through a little bit about your experience there at Widener. Um, I thought it was I thought it was a great program. I thought that it was what I expected. Um, it was a you know it gave all aspects of it which PT school needs to do. You yeah. know it kind of follows every single avenue, gives a little bit of each. But um, unfortunately, um, because you have to teach towards the the exam the board's exam you don't really get to dive into that niche or that that specific avenue that you want to take further in your career yeah um and what have you found beneficial for you in trying to scratch that itch of doing more of the sports performance stuff maybe while you were in school or now immediately out of school um, that has kind of at least kept you somewhat roped into that world that you don't necessarily get in PT school. Yeah. So, you know, because you don't get it as much as you need in the classes, a lot of it is kind of on your own and you have to fulfill that need yourself. So a lot of it is just kind of looking for resources online, finding, finding continuing education online, finding articles, finding books, finding people out in your community to go talk to and just get involved in that, in that realm. Nice. Um, and in terms of your plans, like career plans, where you feel like your strengths lie, your, maybe your area of focus or expertise in terms of a particular sport or a particular type of athlete, do you feel like you have that at this point or, um, are still working on developing that? What do you feel about that? Um, I would say right now I'm enjoying the variety. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm dialing it down to my specific one or my expertise. I, I love having the variety. You know, I love working with a gymnast in the morning, then a baseball player then a football player and, you know, going to a runner. Just I love mixing it up. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so for people who don't know it at Precision, it's seems like so I'm, I'm too new with Precision to have gone through this myself, but it seems like there is going to be a new initiation process in which folks have to attempt to endure a program called mass in order to really be recognized among the colleagues as a legitimate part of the team. I have not gone through it as of yet. Troy is attempting to survive that program as we speak. Um, walk me through how that's gone and then maybe just a little bit more on your own personal kind of training history and your current attempts at survival. Sure. So, yeah, like you said, I guess we are not <laughs> colleagues as of now yeah. <laughs> until you have gone through it. No, but um, I am going through it right now. It's, it's basically it's a 16-week program, four phases, four weeks each, and it's just a lot of volume, a lot of weights, a lot of your big heavy lifts, and you're doing those big heavy lifts four days a week you know 
a lot of reps, a lot of volume. Um, it's going well. Uh, you know, some aches and pains going through it. Um, maybe not the most PT friendly program, <laughs> but um, you know, making through it, pushing through it, and definitely seeing results. So, and it's worth it. Yeah. So, other than the kind of peer pressure that has forced that experience onto you, what are your current fitness goals or focuses for your own training separate from maybe mass or maybe that inspired you to do mass in the first place yeah so it actually did because it actually it was a conversation between john and i and you know i was saying how you know i wanted to put on mass i wanted to get bigger wanted to get stronger and at that time i was you know practicing my own programming skills so i was programming for myself and i found myself you know, programming the same kind of things, the exercises that I was good at, and which is why I programmed them for myself. And they weren't necessarily challenging to the point that I wanted. And, you know, I would go in that day and just, you know, wasn't feeling that exercise. And I felt like I could deviate away from my own program. So I needed a little more structure. So I was talking about this with John and he was like, boy, do I have the program for you? <laughs> yeah. He was like, you know, we all went through it. He was like, this is your initiation. And, you know, I'm very happy I got on it. Yeah. And so that, so I, I admittedly have had it sent to me and have not explored it further because I recognize that I feel like I'm not at a point in my own physical preparedness to endure that level of volume. Um, so it's 16 weeks four phases, four weeks per phase. Mm -hmm. um, and you are in the, what, the middle of the third? Yep, finishing up the third. third okay. Week. Um, who do you feel like it's been good for? What do you feel like you've gotten from it from a fitness standpoint? Mass. Yeah. <laughs> Mass and strength. Um, you know, just because you are, you know, training heavy and working those, like, same lifts, um, I would say, you know, your range of motion is taking a hit, um, but that's yeah. not what the program is designed for. Right. Are you going to test your maxes at the end of it? Absolutely. Have to. Is it going to be just squat, bench, and deadlift, or are there other lifts that you're training consistently that you're going to max out on? Um, definitely those, but I'm obviously there are other lifts in the program a lot of accessory work but I think those are going to be my three that I'm really looking for increases on because you're doing like a um there's like some degree of power or explosive work too like you were doing broad jumps mm -hmm. and single leg hops or whatever other accessory are you going to test any of that stuff or are you focused exclusively on the lifts and the hypertrophy or the size I definitely will test those. Unfortunately, I didn't get pre-numbers for that just because okay. I didn't think of it, just because it was kind of thrown in as yeah. an accessory thing. But, I mean, I like the program because of that, because it does have some agility stuff. It has some, you know, aerobic conditioning. It has all your strength, all your power. Like, it's it's a solid all-around program. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any plans to compete as an athlete in the future? Obviously, you get to a certain point and – you're not going to be competing in football or competing in baseball, right? Unfortunately. After yeah, I know, unfortunately. Unless you're just taking a rec league way too far. Um, <laughs> but do you have any plans to compete in powerlifting or like a physique show, like bodybuilding or um, CrossFit, weightlifting, anything like that? Um, I wouldn't say for myself in the weightlifting realm, but 
um, definitely in obstacle courses. I do okay. a decent amount of obstacle course races, and I've always loved those competitive and those, especially with my friends and family that I mm-hmm. do them with. Um, yeah, that. And uh, recently, I've been getting into golf and starting to get a little bit better, starting to get a little more competitive with that too. So we'll see where that takes me. Yeah. Um, what do you feel? like are some of the other fitness things that you enjoy doing so i know you you go hiking fairly consistently right Mm -hmm. um what other kind of like fitness outdoorsy physical activity types of things do you like to do on a regular basis so i guess i would coin myself as an outdoorsman um growing up in small little borough of leesport pa i've just kind of been surrounded by the wildlife so you know, I go on plenty of hikes growing up near Hawk Mountain, the Pinnacle, Pulper Rock, all those. Um, I live right down the street from the Schuylkill River, so I always grew up kayaking. Um, I go out fishing all the time, golfing, pretty much anything that's outdoors I'm game for. Yeah. Yeah, see, I personally always feel like I want to be outdoorsy in theory until I actually get there, and then I'm just like, extremely uncomfortable and i'm getting bit by mosquitoes and i never feel like i can get to a point where i actually adopt those habits i just feel like i can't i'm just not made for it i don't know what it is It's because you were down south where the bugs were worse i know well i was in like canada right where Mm -hmm. there was just snow and there was a lack of bugs and a lack of that stuff and then moved down to south carolina where there's just tons of bugs and then that's what i associate with outdoors so here in PA, I'm not at, I'm not I'm not at home here, but I also live in the city, so whatever. I'm not getting a ton of that, anyways. I need to show you the rolling hills. Yeah, exactly. So getting to that part of it, like the more personal side, where you grew up, what your, I don't know, what what was life like for a young Troy at three to three to eight years old, going through living outside and um, being in the central PA life. Yeah, I mean. You know, it's a lot different, and even out in Leesport, PA, which is only an hour 30 from here, it's, you know, a little bit slower, a little more laid back. Definitely population is a lot less. So, you know, it, in middle school, it wasn't uncommon for us to just hop on the bikes and just ride around all through town, like all through the day, late at night until, you know, you hear the moms calling you home. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just, you know, always outside playing around with the development friends, riding around the bike. A little trouble here and there, but <laughs> the nice. usual. Yeah, I feel like that's gone nowadays. I don't it know. Is. Maybe I'm I'm just a, an old curmudgeon old man, but um, it does seem like the days that you just go out on a bike and just don't come home until it's dark, and even maybe a couple hours after that, I feel like today you just have a cell phone. Your mom can just track you down. It's it's, it's not <laughs> yeah, fair. unfortunately yeah. everybody's <laughs> on lock. Um, cool. So do you feel like that? that upbringing of being physically active has supported your continued physical activity or do you feel like that's you just are interested in it for other reasons that have kept you in the gym kept you active kept you outdoors um yeah what do you think what do you think that is i mean i think it definitely does all through my life i was just always kind of like tinkering with things and just getting hands-on trying to fix everything myself and you know, always had manual labor growing up, you know, worked as a detailer, worked as a carpenter, 
just i don't know and it just always kept me active i always had to be doing something and i think part of that is why i got into physical therapy because it is a manual job like you're Mm -hmm. still using your body using your hands and on your feet moving around all day so um i think it definitely kept me going towards that and you know same with the fitness side i just i need to be active love to get the heart rate up love to get the sweat going and it's definitely furthered me you know out of my my sporting careers and you know kept me moving forward in the weight room and with other aspects yeah um and how would you so obviously people come in right and they they're here because they're injured they're here because they're having pain or they're not able to um, do the things that they love to do and they're meeting a new person right and there's a bunch of staff or a bunch of a couple of PTs that are all obviously familiar with the environment and the person may want to know what does this guy who's going to evaluate me and try to help me get out of this uncomfortable part of my life what are they thinking what's their kind of philosophy on injury or on rehab would you be able to kind of summarize what your thought process is just on injury on health on wellness are there certain key defining characteristics that you feel like differentiate you or precision as a whole that you would want a patient to know before they kind of came in or you would want them to understand absolutely um i think you know obviously we each have our individual traits but i think the precision family as a whole I think we do a great job of understanding the current situation of the individual. Like, I think we get the whole holistic view. You know, it's not uncommon for us to ask, you know, how's how's your nutrition? How's your sleeping going? Like, you know, when somebody comes in, it's not just how are you feeling? It's just what's up? How's life? You know, what's going on? What's new with you? You know, we're not just here for business. We're here for you. And we're we're trying to get the whole the whole view of you and trying to get you back to everything and you know optimize your life and you know we care about you we ask a lot not a lot about personal life but you know we want to get to know you right and we want you to get to know us too we want it to be you know a good standing relationship and i think that may set us apart from a lot of the other clinics okay and then what about you individually like if you were to obviously patient comes in they have a bunch of paperwork they fill out you're they're giving details personal details about you know what's going on what's uncomfortable what they're limited in doing they're giving you a bunch of personal information like name address email address insurance so they may feel like it's a one-sided exposure right Um, where they're giving all this information and they walk into the room you already kind of know them to some degree right through those those forms that they fill out and in any medical practice there there are those forms if you wanted to even the playing field there, even the experience as for you as a person, for the patient who's about to be evaluated by you, mm-hmm. what what do you feel like you would want them to know about you or about the way that you practice before they kind of walked into the door and actually presented themselves for the evaluation? Yeah. So early on, I, I try to establish with all of my patients that I'm an easygoing, friendly, and talkative guy i guess you could say you know i'm gonna you know we're going to get along well i try to find common ground and and uh i try and just you know get on their playing field i don't 
you know, I want them to feel at home. I want them to feel easy when they're here because that's going to lead to the most optimal rehab. But yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, so Troy, it's been yeah. a wonderful conversation. I feel like people should have at least a better idea of who you are, the way that you think about things. I know that you talked a little bit about the precision kind of family or us as a, as a clinic, as a, our philosophy, uh, which I think you obviously summarized very well. Um, so I think that people should have a, a better idea of who it is on the other side of the interaction before they even kind of come in. Um, is there anything else that, I don't know, you feel like people should know about you or maybe that you want to talk about? Uh, I guess sense of humor, um, <laughs> you know, bring in jokes. I love okay. sense of humor. I think sense of humor plays a big role in the rehab too. You know, if you can laugh and be in a good mood and it, it really, you know, eases the situation. Yeah. It's definitely a powerful way to deescalate the seriousness that may come with being in pain and, and having difficulties. Would you say that you have a sarcastic sense of humor that you would want people not to take too seriously? Or would you say that, um, you're going to maybe joke around with them, kind of be playful in terms of maybe the way that they're doing something. What might you want someone to know about your sense of humor <laughs> before that they are on the tail end of it? So I would say I'm definitely the sarcastic type, but I try and tone that down okay. a little bit in the beginning. <laughs> it's more of a playful joking around. And then as we become more familiar with each other, that's when the sarcasticness comes out. Cool. But yeah, um, never take anything too seriously for yeah. me. <laughs> Easy going guy. I think that's probably <laughs> fair to say about all of us. When when people are in here, we like to just keep it light, keep it fun. Um, cool. Well, Troy, it's been a good conversation. I think, again, people are going to walk away with a little bit better of an understanding of where you're at from a personal side. Obviously, in future episodes, we're going to get more into the clinical side of how we practice, how we approach certain injuries or conditions. If anyone has any questions, they can always reach out to us. If you just search Precision Performance Physical Therapy, we're here in Garnet Valley and Philadelphia. And um, apart from that, you can email either me, max at precisionperformancept.com, john at john at performance precisionperformancept.com, or the same thing with Troy and uh, get in touch with us that way or follow us on Instagram. Um, apart from that, I hope everyone's out there staying safe, staying healthy, and we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Did you know we now offer personalized remote programming, one-on-one -on -one video telehealth sessions, and mentorships for both students and professionals? If you're interested in any one of these, please email john at j-o-n at precisionperformancept.com and he can help you get started today.